Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of MGR Unplugged. David, thank you. How are you? Good. I'm good. How was your Fourth uh, of July weekend? Very, very, une very uneventful. Un uneventful. <laughs> Didn't do much. <laughs> Anything special or nothing? No. Nah. No. Yeah, I was. I'm not a big Fourth of July guy, but uh, what do you mean by that? Like, I don't really like. I'm not a big Fourth of July party guy. Oh like, yeah. A lot of people party, party on Fourth of July. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Well, this year was kind of strange. It was on a Saturday, so mm. a few a few people took off on Wednesday, but then the Fourth of July was Saturday. So, anyways, all right. So for today's episode, we have, um, as you can see there, um, we're gonna be talking TikTok and um, a few uh, tech news as well. So, um, few things that are going on this week with uh, TikTok and some. Um, side news regarding um walmart on the e-commerce space and then we have also a new segment a new section of our podcast that we call it rant of the week which david is going to uh pioneer this week i can rant yeah they, we don't need to have rant of the i week. know i could do I, rant of the day I, he's ranting to. with me all the time so i told him why don't you just get a segment i said rant of the week and we'll do that at the very end of the podcast so uh, let's just get started none of you people can tell me to stop lower the lights down Hand over my crown, hand over my heart. I do this for my town, I do this for my crowd. So turn me up real loud. My time, my time. None of you people can tell me to stop. All right, welcome back, um, David. So the first topic today is um, TikTok. I'm not very familiar with the app, to be honest. I mean, I, I, I have my account. I posted like three or four uh, goofy videos of some racing stuff. Some people like it. Some people follow me. I have no idea who they are or how it works. But anyways, the main point is that um, India, the country of India, banned apparently about 50-something apps, Chinese apps, um, as part of their ongoing conflict between the two countries. Um, and one of them being actually TikTok, which... I didn't know these numbers, but TikTok has like a billion users now, approximately. Yeah. But 200 million of those who are in India. Yeah. So right like this, right overnight, with the government of India banning TikTok, TikTok lost a fifth of their daily users. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's that's pretty amazing, but... The main, the main thing for me is, first of all, why did India resort to that? Um, they said it was a matter of national security and stuff. And then we've also heard that in the U.S. we may follow through. So let's start with, with the fact that India banned TikTok. How is that going to affect uh, TikTok or the future of TikTok as far as? Uh, pretty severely, I think. Because uh, obviously India is the fastest growing uh, market for tech companies right now. Uh, it's it's India and China, but obviously TikTok is a Chinese company, so they want growth outside of China. They're already, it's called ByteDance in China, and it's already massive in China, so they're looking for international growth. Uh, and India is one of those places. So now India, with their billion-plus people being totally locked off, is a big deal, obviously. But let me, let me ask you something, because I'm not very clear. I know you said TikTok is based originated in china but there's there's another app that is in china the american version or the world version of tiktok is not so much based in china because i know we have a ceo they have a ceo now that is the former uh, yeah so i mean tiktok 
So TikTok, okay, so there's a company called ByteDance. Right. That's the parent company. Right. And that um, one was Chinese. Is Chinese. That is a Chinese company based in China. Uh, and it's the app in China is called ByteDance. But they wanted to expand globally. So a few years ago, they bought a company called Musical.ly, which mm -hmm. was basically, uh, uh, if you don't know what Musical.ly is, just look it up. It's like, a, it was like an app where you could sing along to songs and, and right. like... Uh, do voiceovers and stuff and then basically they bought musically and then they added a lot to it they obviously added a ton of features um into basically what tiktok is today and so tiktok is the uh global version of bite dance in china basically mm -hmm. and the headquarters for tiktok I, I believe are well they have two basically they have the chinese headquarters and they have the one in la i believe um yeah i mean <sighs> It's a Chinese company, though. Like, don't get it wrong. It right. is a Chinese company. It's almost like a Chinese company with um, U.S. or worldwide subsidiary. Or right. Something. Lots of companies do this. Not, right. I mean, lots of companies basically will have one brand in one country, another brand in another country. But it's the same company, same product. It's just a different name, basically, in another country. Um, so, yeah. I, now, will TikTok be banned in the U.S.? I don't know. I mean, is it a national security concern? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, this is the, I was going to get to this because they, according to the Chinese officials, they said that TikTok and others remain referring to the other apps that were banned. And some of them, I don't even recognize the names, but I guess they were bigger in India. But when the Indian government banned all those 50 plus apps overnight, I mean, they just banned right. them, gone. Um, they said that represented a threat to citizens' privacy and national security. And then they received complaints that the apps were stealing uh, and transmitting users' data, which obviously, yeah. uh, what else is new? We all know that. So, um, but now we also know that the uh, the U.S. is thinking about the same thing. I'm not sure about how many apps, but definitely TikTok is on the radar. So, um, we've had some issues with uh, uh, national security with Huawei before, and now it's TikTok. Also. Right. Last week, they did ban Huawei and. Um uh, ZTE, which are two Chinese telecom companies, from being able to uh, build government infrastructure for 5G mm -hmm. um, in the United States. Basically, the U.S. government had funding for different companies uh, to build 5G infrastructure in the U.S. Mm -hmm. And they said that Huawei and ZTE, they did deem them as official national security risks and said that they will not be building infrastructure in the and, United States. And to that end, the European Union is also, um, or different countries from the European Union are doing the same thing. They're basically saying that they yeah, want they're Huawei changing to. their tune now because before they weren't. Like the UK was letting Huawei just mm -hmm. build whatever they wanted to, and it looks like they're changing that now. Right. Um, I think it's probably because if the U.S. did it, maybe the other ones of the courage to do it now. I don't know, but I certainly would not invite Chinese companies to build out the communication infrastructure of my country, uh, especially going into the future. As uh, not that China is necessarily an enemy, but I certainly wouldn't call them an ally. Well, it's, it's definitely not an ally, and it's, I would say more is uh, mm -hmm. economic type. Uh, Enemy, I think it's more than economic. I think yeah. it's uh, it's a it's an economic, Ideology but it's, a, it's an ideological threat, basically. But uh, the main thing is obviously TikTok is is fairly popular. I don't know how many users do we have in the U.S. <clears> for TikTok? Uh, a lot. I don't know the exact number, but the usage of TikTok now in the United States, 
as far as time spent on the app has surpassed Instagram this month. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I mean, I, I uh, as little as I know about TikTok, it's very um, addictive. I mean, yes. you can you can just go there, and they serve obviously these little short videos. Um, they're like seconds, you know, with people doing most of the time goofy stuff, you know. But you're just scrolling, and then, I mean, you can spend a lot of time. You are not disciplined as far as getting out of it, you know, just watching stuff. Even if you don't have an account, I mean, you can just basically, or you don't post anything, you can just basically watch other people's stuff. And then they, based on your um, selection or your uh, topics or whatever, they, they show you videos that are based on the people or the types of things that they think that you like. So it's definitely very addictive. I don't know how many users we have in the US either. We can obviously look it up. But uh, I know they have a billion users worldwide and they're growing very fast. Obviously, 200,000, 200 yeah, I mean, million. They're the, they're the fastest app to ever hit a billion users. Uh, ever like not it's not even close I don't know if you've seen the chart that shows like time yeah, it took yeah, to get to so, a billion yeah, yeah it was like literally I think it took them less than a year to get a billion users yeah so obviously now they lost 200 million uh, right away and then uh, if um, in the US we do the same thing I mean I, I just don't know how much uh, does does TikTok have advertising as well? Yeah, of course they do. That's a revenue source, right? They they do have ads, and I haven't seen it, but I don't remember if uh, if I focus on those or not. But the bottom line is that the U.S. Secretary of State, uh, Mike Pompeo, said that um, he um, he was seriously considering that. I don't know what the latest is. I haven't seen more. I, since. Uh, yesterday they said it could happen by the end of the week. We're recording this on a Thursday, so who knows? By the time this goes up on Friday, it could have happened already. It's funny because he made a quote. And he says uh, he actually said, and this is the quote. Uh, you should only download TikTok on the quotas if you want your private information in the hands of the Chinese Communist Party. <clears throat> I mean, he's basically making it very clear that your information will be shared. Yeah, the problem with TikTok is that, you know, because the argument is, well, every company takes your data, so who cares? That's what I've seen. Um, yeah, of course, it is true. Um, but there's two things. One, not every company is basically... Uh, part owned by the Chinese Communist Party. And two, um, TikTok was taking a lot of data, much more than most companies do. Uh, for example, they were found to have a key logger. So basically, if you have TikTok downloaded on your phone, they are tracking everything you type, not just in the TikTok app, but on your phone in general. So if you're if you t send a text message to someone, they have a key logger so they can see exactly what you said in your text message. And they're doing that uh, so basically things like that, way more intrusive than, you know, Facebook is very intrusive. Facebook doesn't key log your phone to see what everything. Oh, and by the way, you know who else was caught doing that this week that is in a PR crisis? LinkedIn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, on mobile only or the uh mobile, yeah. I think it was mobile. Okay. Yeah, LinkedIn, if you have LinkedIn on your phone, they had a keylogger, so they were tracking everything you type on your phone. Someone was showing an example where they were typing in the notes app, and uh, basically LinkedIn was tracking it, basically. When you are logged in or, or without being even I, logged in? If you have the app on your phone. I have the app, I never use it. It doesn't matter, you still have the app on your phone, right? Right. Yeah. But if I'm not logged in, they don't know it's me. I mean, it's just I not. assume you're logged in if you have the app on your phone, unless you manually signed out of the app. And I don't even know, even if you're signed out, if that changes okay. things. I'll, I'll check it out, but that's kind of scary. Yeah. Um, well, the thing with, uh, with um, Chinese apps in general is that there is a law, and I don't know the law exactly. I read it before, but basically the Chinese government is saying that any, any Chinese company 
is obligated to work towards the uh, uh, with the government, basically. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh that, no, that anything TikTok that has Chinese people, uh, Chinese uh, Communist Party people in their offices. In their offices, right? It, there's a they literally have like like the company side, the government side in the same floor, in the same building. So mm -hmm. it's it's not like a secret or anything. Like they're in the headquarters embedded with them. Right. And and during normal times it's fine, all that stuff and, and the app is working normally. But because of this law, if something were like if there was a major conflict between China and any other country, then those companies are obligated to supply all the information they can and gather to the government. Right, and, and other things too is like they've already been caught with censorship. So you can't post anything about Tiananmen Square on TikTok. They just get rid of it. When the Hong Kong protests were happening, you couldn't find anything about it on TikTok. They were just removing all of that. So they already are mass censoring in favor of the CCP's agenda, basically. Um, right. But the other thing is that not only that's on the censorship side, but on the on the information side, um, let's say TikTok is gathering all information on the user's data, facial recognition, all that stuff that they are one order away or one request away or subpoena away or whatever from having to supply all that information to the Chinese government for whatever reason. And that's basically private information from citizens around the world that are not aware of that. So so that's the critical part and that's why um, the different governments are not looking into these apps and saying we may have to ban those apps. Which comes up with the other issue is like okay, so normally we've seen the fact that what, well, for example when Facebook came up and it started being successful. A lot of countries around the world created their own Facebook, specifically the countries with censorship like Russia, China, and so forth. So they created their own version of Facebook because they didn't want their citizens to get to the Western version of Facebook. So now it's almost the opposite. Now we have a... Um, and of course, it wasn't successful because by the time these countries created their own Facebook, they realized that it was the, the real Facebook was very advanced and very progressed. And then people in their countries wanted to get the real Facebook that is uncensored and all that stuff. So, but now is the opposite. Now we have basically in the U.S. or in any other uh, non-communist country, we are banning Chinese apps and saying, "Can we build something similar on our own?" You know. And uh, in fact, um, there's a couple of investors that Naval and uh, forgot who his partner was, Naval Ravikant, that basically already put a tweet and saying, if any company or startup is developing an, an app that is similar to TikTok or any of the apps that basically the Chinese government has banned and that were being used in the US, um, they're basically willing to invest and develop it. Obviously, when you develop that, uh, you say, okay, well, we have the US audience, which is obviously massive, but not globally massive. And then we hope that maybe that audience will expand to the rest of the world. Basically, countries around the world will eventually drop or ban TikTok, which makes people not able to use it. And then they will adopt who, whichever is the copycat you know, of TikTok um, made by a Western country. Do you think that that will be something that will happen? That it has a future? Uh, like, like obviously Facebook, they if, want to if create. If TikTok gets banned, there will a hundred percent be many TikTok clones. Who will win? I don't know. But yes, the, if TikTok gets banned, 
The problem with TikTok is not the app itself, right? The app itself is obviously incredibly successful. The features they've made, the innovations they've made. Yeah, I'll give the credit to TikTok in the sense that they were able to create major innovation in social media when a lot of people said that it was done, that there was no more innovation to be had. Now, I disagree with that, but a lot of people were saying that and they were able to do it. Um, now, the problem is, obviously, it's just owned by a country that is malignant, basically, that mm -hmm. an evil country, basically. And uh, now th my, my problem is I don't know what the precedent is for this. We've never done this before. Like, like the U.S. has never outright, at least at this scale, there's been smaller apps that have been banned before, but um, there's never been an app like this that has just been totally that has been massive and then been banned like this. Um, and I don't know what precedent that sets for the future. Well, um, but that's, that was the thing with, a, with an American CEO for, for that TikTok. That means nothing. Well, uh, it has to mean something. It means nothing. They hired an American CEO for PR reasons. Uh, and if someone wants to corrupt themselves for money, that's fine. But that doesn't mean that it, it, it was uh, well, worth Well, but if, if the option is saying, I look at it no different than like back in... Uh, Cold War days when you had double agents who were pretending to be Americans but really were Russian spies. Well, but my point, my, my point is, uh, you watch the show Americans. There you go. That's exactly what he is. The Americans. Yeah. Yeah. That Isn't that your favorite show or one of your favorite shows? A while shows? ago, yeah, I used to watch it on Netflix or something. I never watched it when it was like I think it was on a USA. Uh, program so or something. I look at the same way. Okay, but that was the Cold War. That he's was a, like he's a Chinese spy pretending to be an American CEO. That's all he is. But he was Russian. Yeah, I know. Now it's Chinese. Okay. Uh, no, but the thing with TikTok, I mean, if if we, I mean, if 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 it comes to a point where the U.S. says either we have a firewall or we kind of uh, protect our information or we have a clear account of what kind of personal identifying information or whatever personal data is stored or not stored or transmitted or whatever, or we just will ban it outright, which is what India did. Um, I would imagine that TikTok or the American CEO will say, okay, we're going to put this kind of filtering. So for at least for U.S. citizens or for U.S. accounts, we're going to store the data locally or we're not going to have that data going to China's headquarters or something. I mean, there has to be some kind of middle ground. So, uh, I mean, if they lose India, with this, which is a fifth of the users, and then if they lose the U.S., which is probably the other majority of active users, yeah. what else is TikTok but for? But the difference is the U.S. is the most valuable user. Well, exactly. And for advertisers, too. So, so if they lose that, then TikTok disappears as far as being relevant. So yeah. if, if it's that, that kind of that dilemma for, for TikTok... I would imagine that will say, okay, well, we want to have a little more transparency on the data that we collect, how we collect it, who is in control of the data, allowing people that use TikTok to know exactly what information is collected, how, when, where. And then not only that, for all at least U.S. accounts, we're not going to have that data forwarded to the Chinese headquarters. It'll be somewhere in the U.S. I mean, that's my ideological. I think that's very idealistic. Well, what is the data for Facebook and all that stuff kept? I mean, we basically keep it here. Yeah. No, I'm not disagreeing that other companies don't take data. They obviously do. But um, the idea that, oh, we promise we won't give it to the Chinese government. Okay. Well, I mean, the U.S. can promise that. The problem with the Chinese government is that, as, as we said before, the company itself is obligated by law to provide yeah. that data in case of conflict to the government. 
Uh, so that's a given. I mean, there's nothing, it's, it's a matter of national security for them. So they can say, okay, well, yeah, we're now at war with the U.S., so this is the 300 million people that we know, facial recognition, we know everything they do, blah, 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 blah. So they have all that data. But if that data doesn't go to China and stays in the U.S., then okay. Yeah, but how are you going to guarantee that? Well, I'm sure there's got to be a way to, uh, I mean, I don't know uh, the technicalities, but... Because uh, at the end of the day, it's a Chinese company with headquarters in China with CCP officials in their headquarters in the same building. How are you going to make sure that that doesn't happen? Well, it is, as we said, it's a Chinese company with uh, American subsidiary or Western subsidiary, so they can they can uh, somehow guarantee that certain information is has this kind of firewall so it doesn't go beyond there. And it, it, it's all hypothetical, but I, like I said, if, if it's the, the option of either you do it or we cut it off, that's it. I mean, the military is already doing that. The I military, think they're going to ban it. The military, yeah, they could. I and think they they're going to do it. The military is already doing that. I mean, they don't allow any military personnel to put anything informational on, on these social media apps because they don't want them to be exposed. And obviously, the private citizens are on their own, you know. But if it comes to that thing, I mean, if the Secretary of State has to jump in and say, we're going to ban this thing because it's so insecure that citizens don't even know what information they're giving away. And we as a country need to protect our citizens and we're doing it. Um, that's a pretty critical point. And then at that point, um, TikTok just basically disappears. I mean, it'll just gone. So anyways, uh, on the, on a side note, uh, the beneficiary of all this conflict is actually snap. Um, <laughs> well, we'll see a little bit. We'll I mean, see. I mean, I don't know. I don't know who's gonna, okay. If TikTok is banned, what happens? Okay. Well, obviously you're going to have, there already are TikTok clones out there. Um, so, and I'm but sure as far as major companies, the the one that was kind of close to what TikTok used to do was Snap, Snapchat. Not really. I mean, it's that's the thing. People say, like I saw, you know, Snap stock went up and all that. But I mean, Snap would have to totally, they'd have to totally rework the app to make it like TikTok because it's nothing like TikTok right now. Right. So, um, maybe, maybe, maybe they could. Um, but I don't even know if they want to. I mean, I don't know what Snapchat's goals are. Um, well, but it's a matter of people. The, the demographic of TikTok is obviously closer to the demographic of Snapchat than is to the demographic of Facebook or even Instagram. So sure, but the, 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 the current TikTok user that is used to spending hours on the phone yeah, using the app. I'm not disagreeing. If but they're moving somewhere else, they'll probably go to Snap and basically get right, back to... Right, but Snapchat would have to totally rework the entire app. Well, I'm not saying they're going to copy TikTok. They're just going to benefit from, from additional eyeballs at that point because the people that were using... Maybe for the short term. There's going to be someone who makes a TikTok clone. Basically, it's going to happen. Well, that's what we're talking There's about. There's absolutely no way that does not happen. Um, so who will win? I don't know. People say Facebook. I don't think it's me, Facebook. Oh, because I young people don't like Facebook. Right. So if you have a TikTok alternative that's run by Facebook, people are not going to use no, it. No, no. I mean, Facebook is already, I mean, they're already talking about splitting Facebook into, you know, all the acquisitions they made, like uh, uh, I don't Instagram. Think that's and, I know, I know. But that's one of the conversations the, saying. The new TikTok will not be Facebook. It's either going to be a new company that no one's ever heard of or maybe Snap. Maybe. But I don't even know. Honestly, I don't know if Snapchat even wants to do that because I don't know if it's a part of their 
vision. You know, Snapchat has their own roadmaps built out years in advance. So they would just have to basically scrap everything and saying, all right, we're going all in on making a TikTok clone, but then their app is different. Like I'll give you one very key difference between Snapchat and almost every other app. What, ha what I don't know if you use Snapchat, but when, I you, don't. when you open Snapchat, okay, when you open Instagram, what does, is the first thing that pops up when you open it? Like what, op what does it open to? to the, my timeline basically Your or feed, the, the feed right yeah. okay <clears throat> TikTok, same thing it just mm -hmm. opens up to the what's called the for you page basically right. the algorithm you know what snapchat opens to no idea the camera really yes why because snapchat wants you to default to creating not to consuming it's okay. a very big difference and then what what's the thing that most people use snapchat for little short videos that disappear after but is it for, but whose videos are those? Their own videos, their own selfies or whatever. Okay, but, but what are they doing? If you take a, if you take a, if you take a, a video of yourself, what do you normally do with that on Snapchat? I have no idea. You share it with your friends. Basically, it's a, it's a Snapchat. So it's more of a oh. chat app with stories. But stories these days on Snapchat are pretty... Uh, are a shell of what they used to be, basically. Um, stories for following people that you don't know, um, with celebrities, whoever you want to follow, everybody uses Instagram for that. People don't really use Snapchat. I mean, people still do, but it's just not... Instagram stories is way I thought the main now. feature for Snapchat is the fact that you can uh, send something and then... Uh, obviously, people get the screenshots and stuff like that, but it disappears after 24 hours. That's the stories. It's... Uh, Pictures, videos, anything disappears instantly. As soon as the person opens, as the person it, it opens the thing, it disappears. Yeah. right. But it, it's not even about the privacy because that's nobody on Snapchat is confused about. Oh, can someone still get this? Uh, that's not the point. It's just uh, not every conversation needs to be documented. If you and I are just no, chatting, I, understand. I don't need a log of that. Like in text messages, any conversation you ever have, you have a whole history there, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, and so unless you manually delete it, you can still see it. With Snapchat, it's just, it's like uh, ethereal conversation, basically. But right. my point is Snapchat is very based around creating and conversation not consumption of content of people that you don't know. Because TikTok is not about friends. TikTok is about consuming content of people you don't know. And so, so Snapchat would have to really rework the app. Now, how I would do it if I were them, uh, Snapchat has their chat section, the camera, and then to the right side is when you swipe right, or when you go to the right, you swipe left, but it goes right. to the right. When you go to the right, they have stories, and then they have all this garbage that's like, it's almost like tabloids, almost. It's really bad content. They call it Snap Originals. It's really bad. It's their worst section of the app, um, and nobody uses it, and they really need to rework it. They claim people use it. I don't think anybody uses it. <laughs> I, nobody I, I know is like, oh, yeah, I go on Snapchat and look at all the like garbage beneath right. it. Um, if they wanted to make that section into like TikTok, maybe that would work. Um, I don't know. But yeah, they'd have to really rework the app so, and, and throw off any roadmaps they have, which Snapchat is a complete product visionary company. So for them to just ditch everything that they've planned for the next couple of years and say, oh, we're just going to make a TikTok clone, I don't know. Maybe they'll make a separate app. I don't know. But if, if anybody does it, it might be Snapchat. But I think it's going to be someone who doesn't exist. Right well, now. I mean, there's been plenty of warning for... Um 
<clears throat> you know, basically based on the fact that uh, TikTok may be banned. So if anything, Snap. Well, it hasn't been plenty of warnings. Well, it's mean, been the, this week. Uh, People don't just build a fucking no, 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 app no, 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 like no. that. Well, this week is the first time that an official has said it. But since since uh, TikTok started, you and I talked about it like months ago, saying that it's basically feeding all the information to a Chinese government and then that we don't understand why it's been accepted or approved for the U.S. consumption and all that stuff. So we've been through that before. I mean, the government is the first time that they are. In fact, I remember in a press conference a long time ago that they asked uh, President Trump, and he said, obviously, he didn't know dick about uh, TikTok, but he also said anything, anything that threatens national security will be right. thoroughly Right, TikTok researched. also wasn't bigger than Instagram back Right, then. exactly. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if there is some kind of major player right there that I was going to playing with it or something similar but we'll see anyways all right so switching topics uh more on the um e-commerce side uh there's also some news from walmart i'll say so if you have a lot of followers on tiktok you better try to get them to follow you on instagram or something because if it's banned and you lose i can't imagine all these people who have built huge followings on tiktok are just gonna lose well that's that's the thing that's the thing that we always say don't don't rely on one single channel if you're an influencer or something on I mean, God forbid, if you're an influencer on TikTok these days in the U.S., I'll be freaking Oh, they out. are. A lot of them are saying, follow me on Instagram, follow me all of these uh, other places. I, I know, but but that's even worse. I mean, you, you, you're you not driving to Instagram or whatever. Just get a fucking job where you can have more control of your own income, you know? You're, yeah, you're, but you're moving from one, you from, from, from one earthquake to another or one, like, quicksand to another. I mean, it's just... Yeah, but what do you want them to do? Well, they can develop their own brand, do other things, sell their own products, whatever, be a little more yeah, independent. Yeah, but you still need a following. Yes, you need a following, obviously, yeah, you need like, a following, but don't the, make the, the one, following your main source of revenue. The, or, the thing I, I do kind of hate when people say is like, people always say, get an email list. Yes, get an email list if you can. But if you're a fucking TikToker, what, you, people are going to give you their email now? Because they say the email is the thing that doesn't go away. Sure, but well, you're gonna give a tick. You're gonna sign up for a TikToker's email newsletter now, yeah, like yeah. stuff like that. Is people who are very short-sighted and don't understand. Well, yeah, how social plus works. plus emails change too. I mean, email the format doesn't change, but do people do change emails? Especially with Gmail, that is a free email. I mean, how many people have like different accounts and they ditch one and they start another one? When I mean, it's just at the end of the day, people have to rely on platforms. Because w- what are the options? Okay, don't rely on Instagram. Okay. You you can say the the best argument I would say is platform diversification. So be well, on obviously multi channel. Yeah, of course. But really, like this idea of own your audience, that's great, and I agree. If you have an opportunity to own your audience, that's great. But the majority of people can't. Is everybody going to build their own app now? Oh, if you want to follow my content, you have to download my app. So everybody has to have 50 apps for creators or subscribe no, to my email I mean, newsletter. To me, it's very simple. You can create your own your own website with your own okay. uh, forum. But or is that going to work? Really? A TikToker is going to get people to go to their website now if they want to see their content. If I'm following up, Oh, and now about. every time you want to consume content, you better have 50 bookmarked websites for all the different people. Well, you want I mean, follow. you follow 50 people, then you fucking need a life. I mean, that's the bottom line. What do you mean? People follow hundreds of people on all these yes, platforms. Yes, but uh, so I mean, I, I follow you a lot go of to people. Individual websites. I follow people just for entertainment, but if they disappear, oh, I probably wouldn't even notice. Oh my God, my point exactly. What you wouldn't mean? notice. If they stopped going on Instagram, you wouldn't notice. And, right. And but they I'm, would I'm disappear. Talking, I'm, I'm referring, my point no, 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 no. is... I understand, but I'm referring to influencers, people that make a living. I don't make a living out of Instagram or anything. Okay, but Nor do who, the people that I follow. The people that I follow are just friends or whatever. They post. If they don't post, I don't know. If they post, I may miss it. It's not affecting their lives. But if I'm an influencer and I have a 
million followers on TikTok and I rely on those guys because I'm endorsing my products and I get this or that or whatever, and then that income disappears because TikTok disappears, that is the problem. That's what I'm talking right, about. I'm talking about people that make more of a living out of these apps by being an influencer, okay? Not the casual user like me that are no, influencers. No, I'm talking about the influencers too. You want all of them to build their own websites and newsletters and all of that now? That's Why not? not? First of all, was a TikToker going to put in a fucking email newsletter? Okay. No, I'm not saying email newsletter, but if or I'm, a website. If I mean, I'm just more influencer and people follow me, it's like, okay, hey, follow me here. Most of them already do it. Most of them already try to get you to follow right. other platforms. Right. But this idea that you're going to get them to just go to uh, your website, I mean, give me a I follow break. people on YouTube that are videos that I like and all that stuff, and then they all have their own website, they all have their own platform. But they're not putting content on their website. Yes, they do. They do blogs, articles, and stuff all the time. I, yeah, they do. I mean, they, they have a lot of stuff. I mean, how many people do, do you okay, and I but, follow that but have a podcast, that then they have their own newsletter with subscriptions, then they have their own thing? Yeah, but that doesn't apply to everything. There's plenty of people that I might f like as YouTubers, but if they started writing blogs, I wouldn't fucking read it. Okay, well, that's fine. That's, that's a different application or a different person. But if, if a person starts putting videos or, or little... Or vice versa. There's people who I read articles from that then they do YouTube videos and they suck because they're not YouTubers. They're bloggers. They're great at writing. They suck on camera. Uh, yeah, and I'm sure those guys will never do a, a video because of that reason, you know. But what I'm saying is that I can have the same platform. If I'm an influencer, and yeah. I, okay, I really, so you have 5 million followers on TikTok right now. What do you do? If I have 5 million followers and TikTok is going to disappear? Okay, well, I need to tell my followers, hey, it's no different than when I change my username or something. A lot of people have an account and then they say, hey, this is the old account. Go to this new one. This is my new account. And they do that all the time. I see that all the time. And I say, I don't give a fucking about your new account. But uh, a lot of people do that. So I wouldn't see a problem saying Facebook, that's the same thing. Hey, this account is, uh, I don't follow this account. Follow me on this new account. How hard is that? So if TikTok disappears, it's like, hey, uh, TikTok is disappearing. So I'm going to move over to, uh, for now, I'm going to be putting everything on my website, which is here, and then I'll decide which platform to continue. You're going to put everything on a website. Well, why not? I don't think you understand how these social apps work. You think people are going to go to a website. So you're a pretty girl who dances. Oh, okay. no, that's not. <laughs> uh, you, make, you make dance videos and you're a pretty girl. And now you're going to tell me, well, go to my website. Well, if you make a living being a pretty girl making dance videos, okay, sorry. You know, that's going to last until you are 15 or 16, until you realize that that's not a way to make a living. And then you're going to have to do something a little more serious. Okay, because... Is that's very shallow, you know? Uh, oh, it's very shallow until people have 50 million followers. Yes, like but I, multiple people. I understand, do. but that's but the followers of the pretty girl that is making, you know, dance videos is other pretty boys that are looking at the pretty girl. You know, I mean, a 40 year old businessman is not gonna look at the pretty girl that is doing dance videos. Okay, he shouldn't. He should look at something a little more serious. Well, I don't know. These uh, days, you never know. Well, yeah, you never know. But uh, the point is that. You know, those high schooler girls or boys or people are doing goof, goofy stuff and all that stuff. That's fine, you know, but if this pretty girl they start selling makeup or selling her own okay, line of products. What's the difference between a pretty girl who does dance videos and gets 20 million followers versus a model who gets 20 million followers? Well, no, but forget a model. I mean, if I have an influencer that is a travel influencer, okay, and the guy is traveling or the girl or the couple or whatever, they travel over the world and they document their trips, their pros and cons of each destination, um, tips on how to get a better rate with airfares and this and that and credit cards and points and those are real influencers, people that actually companies pay for that are legit influencers, okay, that 
they travel the world or they do whatever, uh, reviewing cars or doing travel logs or doing whatever. I mean, reviewing books, I don't care, concerts, whatever they do, okay? And they make a living out of that because they also get sponsorships and endorsements. There's tons of athletes that do that. There's tons of people that do like tons of gymnastics and calisthenics and things that we that we follow sometimes that they make because they endorse certain products and nutrition stuff and those guys happen to be on TikTok or whatever or Instagram and Instagram says okay for now we're just going to do a subscription or whatever they disappear those guys will say hey I'm no longer here but all my content will be now appearing on this other platform or my own website another or whatever. platform That's or on insane. my own website by, by, I mean by another platform I mean maybe my own website and I'm going to put all my tips and all my which most of them already do because they're smart yeah, enough but to who's know. Who's going to their fucking websites? When was the last time you, you I went go. to some travel vloggers' website? I don't go for travel vloggers. I mean, sometimes I do, but uh, I do for a lot of automotive stuff. I see people that have videos where they're. Are you demoing. consuming content, or are they saying, "Hey, I have something for sale on my website"? No, no, no. I'm consuming content. They have a. They do a little teaser on Instagram, and they say, "Hey, I reviewed this car. I did this. I blah blah blah." Then did head they, over to my website where I explain the whole thing. And I do they have a video? On the website? Yeah. Sometimes they have videos, is, sometimes is they it, have pictures. Where is it hosted? Or whatever, YouTube or whatever. Oh, another platform. Okay. My that's point fine. is this idea of, oh, don't be dependent on any platform. That's great, but, but that's just uh, short sighted. And people don't understand. Well, don't no. tell don't tell that to a 200 million people that just uh, disappear on India. How short-sighted that is! Now, no. now they're short-sighted because don't they have be nothing. Don't de- fully dependent. You should diversify between okay. platforms. Uh, that's, but, what, that's what we both say. But this idea, like, I agree. I agree that people should try to, if you can, get people to go to your website or sign up for your email, whatever. Great. But the far, far majority of creators can't do that because they don't make content that applies to that. Well, it depends on your content. It's the same thing. I mean, I used to have websites that I created just for AdSense, okay, for the for yeah, the banners okay. with Google and all that stuff. And I did it because I wanted to drive traffic to those websites. They were very niche and all that stuff. And I was putting all these that banners. Was 10 years ago. No, I mean, yeah, 10 years ago. When was, it was Things were way different back then. Well, of course. There was no Instagram. There was no TikTok. I, I, I that, I Facebook understand. was a baby. I'm, I'm giving you the point of a lesson that I learned because I was getting income from all these things until AdSense for no reason that I fucking know to date. They banned my account with assets. All of a sudden, whatever little income I was getting, it disappeared. And it's like, okay, you know, that means that I need to make a living somewhere else. The websites were there. All of a sudden, they got the same traffic, but I had no ads or anything to display because AdSense, for whatever reason, whatever law I broke, I'm not saying they people shouldn't me. have platform diversification, but I'm saying this idea that, like, oh, you shouldn't even, like, like try to make money off Instagram because you're going to get screwed. No, I never said that. That's stupid. I never said that. I said, you shouldn't re- rely on one source. It's the same thing. I don't care if it's a guy on YouTube. If I find a guy, on you- a person on YouTube that is making videos with just uh, whatever, reviewing cars, like I do follow a few people and traveling and testing and all that stuff. And then they're showing you all the revenue. So I made like $10,000 last month on ad revenue and endorsements and all that stuff. And then it's like, yeah, but you are one stroke away from YouTube banning your account and then you got nothing. Unless this is just one channel that gives you this ad revenue share but of 10,000. And then the other guys, the other guy, no, but the, other, the guys are also having their own website where they document everything that is not necessarily video, just in writing. Or they put, um, they have merchandise that will start selling. They have parts and endorsements that they use and sponsorship from the car parts that they promote and all that stuff. I mean, you need to diversify. That's the thing. I'm not saying that being on a, a big 
influencer or vlogger or blogger or whatever on videos on websites on instagram all that stuff is great you get a million users a million followers god good for you you know but i'm saying don't just say this is life is great because we've known of many people that just went from zero to zero in no time you know just just because of that i mean if you are an influencer in india overnight your revenue is gone the same thing happened with Facebook. Facebook did a long time ago when you had all these followers and other stuff and you were getting well, all this revenue. Is, and then Facebook changed the algorithm and then the news feed, the people that you follow was just 2%. It's like, okay, so Facebook said, no, you know, you need to pay to play. Okay, fine, that's a different game. I wasn't signing up for this game. You know, so anyways, um, I think I think we both agree. We just kind of... Yeah, of course, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. Right. But also, if you have a platform that's working for you and you're growing really oh, fast, yeah, I'm gonna milk that cow as much as I can. Fucking go for it. Yeah, because it's but really I need hard. to cover. I need to cover my back too. I'm not gonna say, oh, I'm gonna ride this wave as long as I can and then disregard everything else. No, I'm going to. It's, the, uh, it's build it too it's, much. It's like you know, lightning in a bottle. It's really hard. But if all of a sudden you have the rare opportunity where you're exploding in growth on the platform fucking go all in yes because you're never gonna see it's the odds of you seeing that same growth again are very 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 all right so low. you and i do a lot of business obviously um, now once you start there's a critical mass point right where if you all of a sudden find yourself in the span of months like has happened to many people on tiktok where you go from zero to millions of followers and you're at the point now where you have 10 million followers on tiktok yeah at that point i would say mm, i should which they all do by the way I should probably try to get people to follow me on Instagram and on YouTube and other places that are not just TikTok, which they all do. But believe me, they're still going hard on TikTok because TikTok is the place where everybody's growing right now faster than well, anything else. Well, isn't everybody's growing so fast on TikTok because their algorithm is promoting yeah, that? Yeah, because TikTok has... Because they want to make you TikTok look like a hero. TikTok has the best algorithm in the history of social. Well, the best, the, the best is kind of vague. I think it's the one that is the, the more dopamine... Pleasing I th algorithm. I think TikTok. I is mean, the I most post. I post things that I have no interest. I think TikTok is the most meritocratic algorithm. Really? Ever. Yes. I think it's the one that is trying to give everybody, for no reason, tons of views and no, all that stuff. No, not for no reason. It, for for good reason. They're they're the most meritocratic. I think what you because, have up. I, because I mean, no, no, no. Listen, listen. This is why. Because if you're on YouTube or Instagram right now and you have zero followers, go try to get even ten thousand followers from scratch it's really fucking hard i know you can post one TikTok you and to tomorrow get a hundred thousand why because the because uh, if you make good content the algorithm rewards good content not the history of the creator that's the difference no i Instagram understand and YouTube but also and all these it is well known care about the history of the creator yes but it's also well documented that TikTok, when you have a new account they're gonna promote your stuff and give you yeah but you're still not gonna get a million followers if your stuff sucks it's not gonna happen you're only going to get it if you post good stuff. But they give the opportunity to newcomers. Or define people, good content because all these people that I see, that I mean, is it goofball content? Is it just dancing in your house? Is it just doing a handstand? I mean, I don't know what the con good content the is. The content is subjective. Because okay? I'm, 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 I'm seen or I'm served okay, videos. Okay, but you're a man in your 50s. So what you they like is different than people <laughs> who are younger. Okay, so it's subjective. You watch, like you just said, car videos. I don't give a damn about car videos. I don't watch any car videos. You can't even drive shifts. Okay, so like, <laughs> like it's just different. But that's okay. That's the beauty of the internet is that there's I put, content for uh, my rant is that I put great content. I only got to follow. Exactly. That's You're upset because no one wants to watch your old man videos. Okay. That's why. I'm not even on the video. 
<laughs> I'm putting my greatest stuff. Anyways, um, no, it's good. But I mean, oh, I wanted to say, um, even I mean, it, it, my, my, it, the reason the, the solution to this or the or the solution the moral is this is if you have a TikTok clone. Let me know. I will help you fund it because I want to. No, but seriously, but seriously, don't put all your revenue coming from one source. That applies to yeah, everything in life. Okay, of everything in life. But also, I love. I don't care if you even work for the government. Okay, the government may cut off your I, revenue like overnight. I love these people on Twitter who are like. Everybody should have an email newsletter. I'm like, no, not everybody should have an email newsletter, okay? Because just because I watch somebody dance on TikTok doesn't mean I want to hear their fucking thoughts, okay? Okay. Just shut up and dance. <laughs> That's the title of the show. It's just shut up this. No one's in a show like that. I don't know. Probably. Uh, there was one that was just shut up and done something. Um, all right, so before we get into your rant, this, by the way, was not the this rant not of the, the week. Rant. Maybe this should be the rant. Maybe I'll see my <laughs> no. rant for next we week. We actually have a segment called the rant of the week that starts this week, but this was not part of it. So this is just an improvised rant that we just did. But uh, let's get serious now with our ranting. Uh, Walmart just implemented or uh, started their prime version of uh, membership. Um, so that was is less than Amazon at this point. Um, so what are the details? You you know more of the details of that. Uh, it's basically the same as Amazon Prime. It's just ninety eight bucks a year instead of one hundred twenty. Well, except that they don't have videos like Amazon. You can watch videos. No, they own Vudu. So they own what? Vudu, V U D U. Okay. They acquired them a couple of years ago. And where's where's that? Same shit. It's like a bunch of random crap on there, and okay. you can watch stuff. They'll throw in these like, oh, music, oh, video, oh. Do people use Amazon Music? Does anybody use that? I um, used to. Now, not anymore. No. Uh, since since I started with Spotify, I, uh, I Amazon Music used to be my main source before before it was Apple Music, which I actually pay still a, a fee every year for my collection to sync up with whatever. Uh, my four CDs. And then after that, I went to Amazon Music. And then after that, I went to Spotify, and now I, I only yeah, use Spotify. Yeah, Spotify is just yeah. way better. But anyways, um, it's you have Amazon Music, too. I don't think anybody uses it. No, but, but Amazon, like we were talking the other day, you, you have uh, different advantages with premium, I mean, uh, Prime. Not only the shipping, that is the obvious one, but you have quite a bit of videos. Yeah, the main thing is Prime Video and then the free shipping, uh, free two-day, one-day shipping. So basically, Walmart does the same thing. And Twitch. Yeah, and Twitch, if you use that. Um um so walmart is 98 bucks a year free unlimited shipping two-day shipping all that the one key differentiator that walmart has is on the grocery side they offer free grocery delivery as well um but the difference is that walmart has walmart's everywhere and has the distribution to provide the grocery delivery that amazon does not the biggest well, amazon has fresh foods right what? whole foods which one is yeah it? but whole foods is not 98% of the population does not buy from Whole Foods, okay? Even I, who buy a lot of health food, when I go and look at Whole Foods prices, they're fucking insane, okay? So, still, I thought they lowered the prices quite a bit. No, not really. In fact, very, very little uh, okay. ever since Amazon bought that's, them. that's amazing knowing that Amazon is known for low prices. And they yeah, but it's not necessarily that Whole Foods has the ability to. It's just that if you have foods, you know, the, the, the main thing that makes something healthier versus not these days is that healthy foods can't be as mass produced right. as more unhealthy foods, basically, because they right. need to be non-processed. And the reason you add all these artificial shit and 
factory farming and all that stuff is because it's more efficient and cheaper, but if it also makes the things less healthy. So if you want to make them less healthy, it's less efficient, therefore more costly. So it's just the cost of, it's not that Whole Foods has some massive markup compared to other grocery stores. Right, right. It's just the cost of goods is higher. It's for a different audience, obviously, that wants to pay more. So for my point sales. is that the Whole Foods <laughs> thing is great, but, but it's not that, like I said, the far, far majority of Americans do not buy from Whole Foods. It's just too expensive the far majority of Americans do buy from Walmart and Walmart has the grocery distribution. So that is the interesting kind of uh, uh, thing here. That's the difference. I'm assuming that only applies to locations where there's a Walmart near you. Yeah, but who doesn't have a Walmart? No, I, I don't know. I mean, I, obviously mean? there's a Walmart in every town. I'm looking at other places, but I don't know if there's a In Walmart. America, I don't think you can go, you know, two miles without seeing a Walmart. I mean, honestly, I mean, there's Walmarts everywhere. So my point is that uh, that's the interesting part on the grocery side. Now, are people going to go on top of their Amazon Prime subscription, pay another 100 bucks a year for Walmart? I don't know. I don't think so. So that means then are people going to cancel their Prime subscription to subscribe to Walmart? I don't know. Um, now, I mean, is if there, you're a Walmart shopper, it may well, make... Here's the thing. I actually think there's less overlap than people think between Walmart shoppers and Amazon shoppers. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people, who, the truth is, if you look at one of the reasons why Amazon is such a valuable company is that a lot of the people who buy on Amazon are more affluent. Um, and so it's going down now as they get bigger, the, the median income of an Amazon buyer. But the median income of Amazon customers is much higher than Walmart customers. Yes. So, and also, I think the... Um, and that's uh, true for each e-commerce The tech level of the Amazon shopper is usually higher. I wonder if they... I don't want to stereotype, but I wonder if the uh, typical Walmart shopper has the same technology and ability to say, oh, I'm going to go to my laptop now and go to my shopping cart and do all that stuff, you know? I don't think that's the barrier. Um, I think it's cost. Everybody has a phone in America. I mean, there's nobody yes, who doesn't I have know, a smartphone. Yes, I know, but I think I think Amazon has mastered the frictionless shopping yeah, so that but any monkey will, can do a, sh a purchase yeah, online but I'm with sure one Walmart click buy and all that stuff. Do that too. They will. They will, have, they will have to so, because I think the Amazon shopper in general is a different demographic that may not be so uh, tech-savvy or in general or maybe i would even say that they, i don't think it's tech savvy i, I just think, think it's i think the old. age group might be a little older too maybe more traditional i don't think so i don't think so i i will be actually i may do some research on that to see what's I mean, the average old people, older people older generations obviously shop at walmart too but plenty of young people i think it's just more of a cost thing i just think people okay. can go to walmart all i know are, is that uh, my people go to walmart because they want to save money it's that simple. Well, yeah, so, but that's when they go to the store online. I've been online at Walmart many times. And in fact, we, we done accounts for clients and uh, I just didn't find the shopping experience. So no, because, because the e-commerce platform is not nearly as built up. Uh, right. As that's my point. They're much, they're newer to the game, basically. Right. Um, you okay. Yeah. Hiccups. Sorry. So I told you to stop drinking. Um, but they'll get there. Yeah. I just... I wonder, I, I, I would love to know how much overlap there is between Amazon Prime subscribers and people who buy from Walmart, free, shop at Walmart frequently. There's obviously overlap, but I don't think there's as much as people think. And then second, um, 
See, but then, I don't know. I mean, half of U.S. households have Amazon Prime. But the other thing, I mean, it's, I don't so think it's don't such know. a big big dilemma because if, I'm a, if I shop at Walmart once a month, yeah, but, if you but, but let me finish. If I, if I subscribe for $90 a year now. 98. It's basically uh, 100 bucks. 100 bucks a year. Basically, it's basically 120 and 100. Right, right. But so, but so basically what I'm saying is that if I even shop only once a year, a Walmart and I go to the store and do this or buy whatever and I can do that online with free shipping and the free shipping is going to cost me if I order one or two things and I basically the cost of my subscription per month is less than 10 bucks basically it's like eight bucks a month and I order one thing a month that I'm gonna get free shipping which probably would be about that price yeah it's not gonna okay, be but a but the people the Walmart shopper the what Walmart's advantage is Walmart doesn't have a great shopping experience. They don't have brand. Well, I know. They only compete on pricing, basically. Mm -hmm. That's what they compete on. So people who shop at Walmart are very cost conscious. Yeah. So are they price. gonna be running out to get a hundred dollar a year subscription now? If they have long term vision and they say, Okay, well I, I I buy at least a Walmart because of the pricing or whatever reason, ten, twelve times a year. So if it saves me the trip and I get free shipping that's basically the, the the way I do the math, you know, because it's the same thing when, when we start with Amazon Prime. You say, oh, I'm going to pay 75 bucks. Now it's up to 120. And then, you know, you're there back in the days. It was one thing every now and then. Now it's like the freaking Amazon truck is coming every day because it's so convenient. I just order, I need more of this. I need more power bars. I need right. more shakes, more. It's just one click away. They just basically got you into that shopping experience that is so easy for whatever you know so to me the 120 i mean when you start looking at shipping prices if somebody doesn't offer me free shipping i don't but even look at those guys you just said it shipping prices people who shop at walmart already don't pay shipping they buy in the store so yeah, but they, they gonna... yeah but you have to go to the store yeah they, they're paying for shipping by themselves putting their time gas and everything to just go to the store you know i don't think people equate that I don't mm. think people value that. Well, that's that's people's problem because time okay, is money but, and gas is money and all that I stuff. I know, is but money. I don't think people apply that. Okay, honestly, because I think I know a lot of people who will say like, "I don't do this," but a lot of people say, "Oh, just go to this store that's like f three, four miles away because this thing is like three dollars cheaper." Well, I know people that go for me personally. I know I'll just pay the extra three bucks and I don't want to drive four miles that way. I know, but a lot of people do that. And I've, especially cost-conscious people. So yeah. I don't know. I, There's known people that go to another town that has a lower sales tax just to get fuel and they spend I more do, time just I, getting there. I don't think there's going to be a lot of people who decide to get Walmart and Amazon Prime. Because if you already have Amazon Prime, for the 100 bucks a year extra that it's going to cost you, I don't know that Walmart is really giving you much that you can't already get on Amazon. Um, so the big question is, are people going to... There's two. Are people who do not have Amazon Prime now going to subscribe to Walmart, right? The people who haven't done it yet. I think. Or are people who have Amazon Prime going to cancel Prime no. and get Walmart? I don't think they're canceling so Prime why, because um, Prime has many other benefits. Yes, so it's, exactly. It's, I think it's going to be more an addition okay. to another one than subtraction. So then is this going to fail? I mean, well, that's the question. Well, not necessarily because, I mean, you see many times when you're going to, like, let's say you, will, you go to Amazon, you don't find something, you go to Walmart, you find it there, and then when you're checking out, they say, hey, you can pay now um, $6 in shipping or sign up to Prime for 90 bucks or 99, and then you get free shipping for an entire year plus all these other benefits. It's no different than when they tell you if Amazon does that too with the credit card stuff. They say, you could pay 250 or you could pay only 50 if you sign up with a credit card. 
and then you start thinking, oh, maybe I'll just get the Amazon credit card and pay only 50 bucks. It's the same deal. You, you kind of see that discount, and they give you these incentives. Obviously, Walmart did, their, did the, the homework, I'm assuming, and then we'll see how it goes. But I think there's room for both. I mean, Walmart and Amazon have been competing online forever. You know, Obviously, Amazon is way ahead, but Amazon is starting to, which is leading to a rant, starting to piss off a lot of their sellers, too. And who knows? And Amazon and Walmart now is opening their, they have the partnership with Shopify and all the stuff. So they are going in that direction to fight with Amazon. That was the topic of our two weeks ago podcast, basic, saying, can Walmart and Shopify defeat Amazon? So they're all doing what they can to not only match, but also have partnerships that will make people think, okay, there's other options now. It's not the Amazon monopoly where it's like, okay, I have this, I have that. Now I have other options. So uh, who knows? Maybe maybe it'll work. So time will tell. But I, I'm happy. I'm happy. More competition is always good. No, I'm not against competition. I right. just wonder, like I said, okay, we both agree. I don't think people are going to be canceling Prime to use this. No, I don't think so. So, either. But we also don't think people are going to be paying for both. No, I think so people then will, I think people will cancel Prime when they realize that Oh, I'm not using Amazon as much as much as I used to. I really don't think people are going to cancel Prime. Well, I think I think they may. I actually think Prime is undervalued. If they but wait until one fifty, okay. Tomorrow, I, I give you another. I don't think people I'll would give cancel. you another comparison or analogy with like Prime uh, or premium channels. Okay, on television, I you know we subscribe or I subscribe to HBO and this and that and Showtime or something. And I used to watch a lot of things on HBO, movies on nights stuff. Now it's like, okay, I only watch. Succession. Yeah, how okay. much do I only you watch shop on Amazon? Show. On Amazon? Yeah, imagine all the, if every all time, the time you had to buy something now, you had to pay for shipping. On Amazon? Yeah. No, obviously I have Prime. Okay, but right. if you cancel it, you don't well, have free no, no, shipping No, 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 I'm saying if I stop shopping on Amazon for whatever reason, okay. either... That's a big fucking Well, stretch. no, it's like I said, I was making the comparison with premium channels. I used to watch HBO all the time. Okay, they have movies, they have recent movies, good shows, things that I couldn't see on TV. They have things that were a little more extreme than the broadcast channels, uh, whether it's uh, uncuts, uncensored movies, whether it's for language or nudity or this or that. It just basically yeah, but that's a, I don't think that's a good comparison because well, that's a totally but I, different Well, you pay business. the extra that's eight a, bucks a month, let me finish for that stuff. Now, the point is that I don't watch HBO much now. Actually, actually I don't watch it at but all. That's a hit. And I'm thinking, why am I paying for this? I don't need it anymore. But that's a that's a totally different business. Of course, it's a different business. But the, but the it's thing a hits is, business. Okay, it's a subscription because business. The difference is that uh, a show that is has value. Uh, basically today, it, as soon as it's over, it's worthless and people need new shows. Well, yeah. But Amazon, it's just It's like people, people canceling Netflix when uh, uh, Game of Thrones like, or whatever. like what, all of a sudden, Amazon is just going to have uh, half their products disappear off, the, no, off of it? No, but... No. They could, I mean, they've increased the price of Prime a few times. Started with 60 bucks, now yeah, it's 120. Yeah, they could go to 150 and nobody no, would unsubscribe. No, some people will say, you know what? I order one thing a month and now I'm paying in effect. Amazon Prime subscribers don't order one thing a month. That's the whole thing. Look at the numbers. Yeah, Amazon's I know. Prime subscribers buy like triple the amount of regular people. Yes, they do. That's why they do it. That's why they actually lose money with that because they know they get more right. more sales. So, uh, anyways, uh, let me um, actually let me transfer to um, or switch over to the uh, rent of the week, our new segment, which, no surprisingly, is related this week to Amazon customer service. So, David, take it away. <laughs> no, um, 
Uh, no, Amazon sucks. As far as the seller side, oh my god, they're just. The All right, worst. well, what were we just talking about Amazon Prime. This is actually. Yeah, I mean, on, on the, the consumer side, the Amazon's great. Side. They have a complete monopoly. Good business. This is more on the business. Props to um, Bezos, but Bezos, for the love of God, they've been saying for fucking three years. Well, really focused on the sellers we've gotten your feedback we hear you loud and clear we're gonna make the support but it's fucking getting worse okay it's not getting better they suck anybody who's an amazon seller knows exactly what i'm talking about and uh it's like it's like nothing just right, works some specifics the rent is well about... i'll give you an example i, I can give you a million examples i, just, I can no, give have you... time for a million just a couple maybe. okay but it's like nothing works like anybody who's ever sold on amazon and you need to make a change or do some minor update nothing crazy just i need to add uh, like this week, for example, we have one client who sells a food product and we need to add, they're launching two new flavors. So I needed to add the two new flavors as variations of the parent listing, okay? There's like a whole issue where they have a new compliance section in the in the product listing area and we'd never filled it up because this is before they had that compliance section. And now they are asking for like the volume of the packages. So we went in and tried to add in the volume of the packages, didn't work. Um, wouldn't let us save, basically. We tried a bunch of different units, grams, ounces, oh, doesn't work. Doesn't let us save, have to go to support. Oh, person on the phone can't help you, make a case. Okay, make a case. What's the problem? I just told you the fucking problem. Let me write the whole problem again. It's like, they're so worthless. And then they just say, oh, um, just delete the listing and then re-upload it. That's your solution? <laughs> what the fuck? You said error. Just oh no, again. first they said, well, try saving. That's why I'm fucking contacting you because it won't let me fucking save, okay? That's the fucking whole goddamn reason. Okay, I'm okay, just keep your to rent do a, a basic thing. I know. Then there's another client who this happens all the time. Amazon does not verify uh, UPC codes or GTINs or anything. If you anybody who knows, you have to register. You have to go through this company called GS1, um, and they're basically the global global trade identification number or UPC universal product code. Uh, they basically are the global, they have a monopoly too. They are the global supplier of this, but Amazon doesn't verify. So what people will do, because they're cheap and they don't want to spend the whatever hundred something bucks. It's like, it depends on how many you have, but it could be like a few hundred bucks a year to get these UPCs. People don't want to spend that. So they just go online and find uh, basically resellers resellers and what these resellers do is they just go and see okay here's all the UPC because it's all public right you can go to GS1's database and which ones are not being used on Amazon and then they just steal UPCs that are not being used on Amazon and put them give them to people okay well that happens all the time and we deal with this all the time where basically we go to add a new product with a UPC that we own but then for one of our clients but then someone's already using it so then you have to contact support and basically have them say, hey, this is my UPC. I own it. This person's using it. They call it a hijacked UPC. Uh, give it to us and delete that shit. And most of the time they do it. And then this week, you know, they tell us, uh, first they go, please send us the verification documents that you own this UPC. Okay, here you go. Here's the documents. It's a PDF. Okay, thank you. Unfortunately, once a UPC is attached to a listing, we, there's nothing we can do about it. It cannot be changed, so sorry. That's basically what they said. And I just replied, I was like, that's not true. 
First of all, it's not true. Secondly, if that's I the said, case, I, I've done this five hundred. Right, times. right. But if that's the case, why do they even ask you for the ownership proof? It's I like, know exactly. <laughs> it's like, so I told them. I said, "This is not true. Put me in contact with somebody who can fix this because I fixed this before. I've had the same exact issue many, many times. It happens all the time." Uh, and then they reply again, "Okay, you're right. After f looking further into the issue, we can. Please send us the documents <laughs> proving you." I'm like I just fucking sent it to you three but this is this week this is this week next week it'll be something else the week before it was something it's always like you can't do anything and then the problem is so i fixed on the other one on the variations one i was able to fix it because they, they the problem is that amazon has so many errors and glitches in their system because they built the whole seller central and vendor central and all of this was built like in 2005 or six or something and and they basically just they really need to just start from They'll scratch. They'll be patching it too long. But yeah, it's just too, too late. Issues. So they right. just build a legacy system on top of legacy system on top of legacy system. They're being outgrown by the number of sellers. So and, what, uh, what I end up doing a lot of the times, because the, the problem, I try to delegate this stuff because I'm so tired of dealing with Amazon. I don't want to deal with it anymore. But unfortunately, because I've been working on it for years and more than anybody else on our team, I'm the one who ends up having to uh, do all the troubleshooting and figure shit out. Um, and a lot of times, like what I ended up doing with the variations thing was I just bypassed the new system altogether because there's this old system that was launched like 10 years ago that they're trying to phase out called Variation Wizard. And uh, so I used that. And basically, you know, this is the old system where you had to, where you used to have to do everything by uploading Excel sheets and everything. And we still do that if it's a mate. If you have to upload 50 products to an Excel sheet, if you only have to do like one or two, it's easier to just use their system. Manually, yeah. So I used the variation wizard and with a lot of back and forth troubleshooting and uh, messing with different fields in the Excel sheet, I was actually able to get it to upload and to work and got it fixed. But basically their support was completely useless and I had to mess around with the system. Right. And the troubling thing for me is like, I know much more. It's, I always think of the- That, that happens to be a you, lot of times. You ever yeah. see the meme where, uh, um, from Parks and Rec, where Ron Swanson is going to, you can relate to this. He goes to like Home Depot or Lowe's or something. And some associate comes up and says, hi, sir, how are you doing today? How can I help you? And he goes, I know more than oh, you. Oh yeah, I know. And just walks fast. Well, that happens to me all the time. I, know, I knew you were right. And that's basically how I feel with these seller central No, I people. do the opposite. I, I go, especially when you mention hardware stores, like I go to Home Depot, doesn't even get to me as far as, you know, they don't have enough people. But when you go to the smaller hardware store, like an Ace Hardware or something like the local one, I go there and then they, you have the little uh, intern there or whatever asking you what you want. And sometimes I say, I know exactly what I want. I know what things are more than you do. But sometimes I actually tell them, Yes, I'm looking for a 916's metric system combination, this, that, and they're like, you see their face kind of like going, and says, okay, I'll find it. Like you give me this baloney search that you're doing and they actually think the part exists when they just made it up. And then uh, they say, okay, well, I, I think I know what it is. I'll just do it myself. But no, that happens a lot of times. It happens to, to me a lot with uh, on the search engine and the campaign marketing. Oh, side, I was going to say the other one who does that. I get, if anybody's ever run Facebook ads, I'm sure you've been yeah. reached out to by the Facebook ads support people or whatever you yeah. call them. And it's like, I don't know if you've ever been on the phone with those people. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They're like interns who got hired and they're like, they're like, well, uh, have you tried using look alike audiences? Like, 
what? Yeah, of course I fucking use lookalike audiences. What are you talking? Like so, shit like that, man. Anyways, the point right. is, I don't want the rent to become the main podcast. But the point is, on Amazon, if you're a seller, um, their support is terrible. And but there's always I've found because I've been dealing with Amazon for years now. I know their system by the back of my hand better than any of their support people do. There's always a way around it. You just have to find it. Basically, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's always a way around, especially because they have so many legacy systems that there's always a way around it. You just have to try a million things and hope something works. Yeah. Basically. And which but you're not alone. Oh, and and the thing that made me feel better actually is I was talking with someone from Amazon recently, and uh, this person was an actual rep from Amazon, and they said, "Well, believe it or not," because I asked them, I said, "What do you guys do with big companies?" Right. Like I said, when you have like a major company, what do you do? And they told me, you know, what they told me they said, because, you know, we talked about this. Uh, I don't know when, when did that happen? When did Nike leave Amazon? That was like six months ago or something. Yeah. That wasn't that they pay? They have a rep, dedicated rep or something. OK, so that's the thing. I was like, what is what do big companies do? Right. What do these multi-billion dollar corporations do when they're selling Amazon? And the person said the same thing. They said they have dedicated reps, but they said the reps can't do anything. They said the reps are just there to basically be, be a direct contact. Right. But they said the reps have no control either. And so they were like, they were like, you know, one of the reasons Nike got upset wasn't just the counterfeit stuff. They said that this person was... They couldn't deal with the issues. This right. person said that they would have Nike's reps contacting them saying, I need your help. I can't figure this out. Like, this is Nike. Okay. Well, that's, who sells that was my point. Millions and millions of merchandise. Okay, I want to wrap it up, but that was my point before when I said the, it's you all, were talking Walmart versus Amazon. Amazon is upsetting all their sellers to a point that the major brands are leaving for a variety of yeah, reasons. Yeah, but Nike's not going to Walmart. Well, well I understand, but uh, they're upsetting multi-million-dollar-a-year sellers that are not the name brand recognition of a Nike or whatever. But just because of those reasons, they're saying yes, and and that's everything is kind of piling up towards. Amazon just becoming like the people need another alternative. And if Walmart yes, we need slash Shopify but, get it together. But Amazon's not going anywhere. As much no, as it's I not might have like right. Amazon's smart enough anywhere. to fix it. But at the same time, you're you're becoming too big to fail type thing. Yeah, of course. And and well, that's and, exactly what and it is. too big to too big to care about the small guy. Uh, and too big and too big to allow fuck ups that don't affect your life. And that's just not because ultimately the because problem the famous, with Amazon. The famous Bezos thing that he always says is like I will go to the company every morning as if somebody's gonna take to steal my business yeah, the I day think after. Bezos is checked out that's my theory i think yeah. i think bezos is checked out he says listen i built a trillion dollar company my job here is done i'm gonna go build fucking rockets and live in my 150 million dollar mansion you guys can have fun he's, i think he's checked he's, out he job security is definitely uh, i think he's leaving not worried so but anyways my point <clears throat> is you know the problem with amazon is that they like i said it, it ultimately it's the same software same system for everybody whether you're fucking nike sure. or joe schmall so nike has the same problems the only thing is that they have someone who they have a direct phone number to and you don't that's the only difference okay. but they deal with the same shit. so hopefully that makes you feel better if you have problems with amazon uh and if you want to hire us we'll deal with this shit for you you can tell he's very enthusiastic about dealing with yeah. your problems too yeah. all right guys well thank you david um this this rant I, we're gonna have to put a cap on the rents too. Okay, I'm gonna have a, a, a shot clock for you because okay. when you rent, I oh mean that's like a rent all day. My um, rents will be shorter. I'm just gonna say fuck this and that and whatever. But yours are definitely long. So we're gonna put a shot clock so you have a limit because this is not like free time. We have advertisers to respond to and all that stuff. So, anyways, guys, thank you for uh, for following us today. If you got to the end of the podcast, kudos to you. Congratulations. Um, if you fast forward it, that's fine too. 
we don't care. Um, follow us on um, any platform you prefer, uh, whether it's on Apple Podcast or Google Play or anything. And uh, we will be back here next Google week. Google Play. How many people do you think listen on Google Play? I don't Google even know. Play? I know. It's like that. I think of all the platforms, I think nobody listens to podcasts on I Google think, Play. I think even Apple Podcasts should disappear and just have Spotify. No, I don't like Spotify for podcasts, you don't? honestly. Ah. I like it because I can connect it with... Um, Maybe it'll grow on me. But I, I, I've tried it. I don't like it. Really? Yeah. I do like it. The best app for me is Overcast. Which I is never a, use Overcast. So it's I can, the best for me. Yeah. There's other ones. People like, uh, there's one called Castro. A lot of people like. I never used it. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I was. Spotify, Spotify will probably win in the end. So Well, Spotify is the one that is betting big time. Yeah, into I just think that they audio. need to. I don't know what it is. I, I just, it's not that it's bad. It's just nothing special. I mean, I don't know. Well, it's better than Apple. All right, guys. Well, Thank you for uh, listening, and uh, we'll be back next week with another episode of uh, MG Unplugged. Until then, have a great weekend, everybody. Bye.